Hi guys! Welcome back to Two Girls One Bong. Podcast that's better if you're stoned and we film this intro. Is this number five? Seventeen, actually. Seventeen <laughs> five times, times it's been. Now. Yeah. My name is Mac Dizzle. I'm Joya. Let's, Let's dive, dive on, on in. Joy is having some mic issues today. We're not sure where they're coming from, but it is what we're dealing with and the hopefully, Lord giveth and the Lord taketh. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't sound too bad in your headphones, in your speaker, in your in your car, wherever you're listening to this. I hope it doesn't sound too horrible. I hope it sounds better than it does in Mac Dizzle's headphones. Yeah, me me too. <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's okay. We we made the executive decision to just power through. We tried troubleshooting it for like the last 20 minutes. We can't figure it out. But hopefully by next episode, we'll fucking have something figured out. Maybe a new mic. Maybe a lobotomy. Who knows? Um, for both of us. Both. A, a double, double lobotomy. lobotomy. Yeah. yeah. They offer like the two for one special. Fuck yeah. What's, why haven't we done that yet? That's Honestly. <laughs> Oh, God. People, people look at being a vet as a vegetable as such a down thing. Like, I don't have to think or pay rent. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> Anything nice. at all, really. You don't have to do uh, anything. I'm biggest on the not paying rent. Like, if I'm incapable, like, how could you expect me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> down with capitalism. Anyway, yeah. so I have a current event for the day, and I'm eager to speak about it okay. have you seen anything about the megan the stallion tory lane's trial i sure have sure i sure i have. watched everything like 10 minutes before this started i watched oh, everything okay. that the shade room had oh okay i was um, reading on um twitter i read like okay a, okay uh <clears throat> from what what the defense said and also what the prosecution said yes so i've heard both of the statements so i want to so i don't if you're not interested in this just skip ahead like three minutes four minutes five minutes i don't know how long i'm going to be talking about this but just know that i need to get i need to speak about this because we've been waiting uh, two years i don't know how long it's been yeah but i mean something i don't think it's been it's been years, years since this it, it's been years since this incident happened and i just it, parasocial relationship i want to know what happened to my girl you know what i mean yeah yeah so i'm super surprised first and foremost that her ex-best friend kelsey is one of their witnesses the prosecution yeah so the pros mm -hmm. so it's one of megan's witnesses not tory's and the way that tory's been painting it out is like that kelsey's on his side and kelsey's also been like ops with megan mm -hmm. it's been super weird they made diss songs for each other it was have you listened to that the kelsey the, one yes yeah. it was not good it no. wasn't bad but it was just leave not the rap good leave the rapping for the rap girlies kelsey. yeah there's a reason that you're in the managing side of things honey honey yeah okay. she's a real estate agent now do that <laughs> like do please. that yeah do that um <clears throat> and also i found out that she's a mom as well so congratulations to her i went on her yeah she Instagram. just had a baby she just yeah. had a baby recently yeah. so congrats kelsey shouts out to your uterus love that yeah. for you go on girl. um <clears throat> but so here's here's the two sides of the story that are coming out and as we all know there's three sides to every story what are they one side the other side and the truth you know what i mean <laughs> yes <laughs> yours mine and the truth um and so 
Here is what the prosecution is alleging happened that night. And that is, this is Megan's side of the story. They're saying that they were all in the car. They were pretty intoxicated. Well, it starts from even before then, right? Well, so yeah, they were hanging out at Kylie Jenner's house. They were all hanging out at Kylie Jenner's house. There was some behavior between Kylie and Tori in the, in a pool. They were in a pool together and Megan and Kelsey had both been fucking Tori allegedly and i so, actually didn't read anything about kylie and tori um about this might be any- am i i might be getting the sides crossed i the yeah because you know what i think you're right because i don't think the prosecution said anything about kylie like kicking megan out no that was that, that was tori's side well, yeah we'll talk about kylie is gonna be kylie is gonna be one of tori's witnesses i'm pretty sure but she wasn't there for the fucking incident. So how the fuck would she know? First and foremost. Right. Only how. And you're, you're right. Because the defense was like, oh, well, it matters when the situation, what happened at the beginning or whatever. Yeah. So I think that the defense has come to the conclusion that they were both fucking Tory. Mm-hmm. That Kelsey and Megan were fucking Tory. And that they both had an issue with him in a pool with Kylie. And at that point, they wanted to leave the, the venue. And so they left and they were getting into it in the car about it. And at that point, Megan insulted Tori's music. And that's when things got crazy. She got out of the car and he allegedly told her to dance, bitch, and shot at her feet. And then she ended up going to the hospital and having bullet fragments pulled from her foot. Mm -hmm. The prosecution says that Kelsey is going to say, what the fuck was she going to say? That she saw Tori shoot Megan. That yeah. she saw Tori shoot Megan. Like, yep. that's what she's going to say, that she saw that. And they have text messages and just like a lot they of have circumstantial messages, evidence, too. Text messages. He left Kelsey a voicemail from jail saying, I'm so sorry for my behavior mm-hmm. last night. I shouldn't have done that. I was so drunk. And he also texted Megan and said, I'm so sorry for doing that to you. Texted Kelsey, texted Megan, and left Kelsey a voicemail saying i'm so sorry that's like with his own voice they played Mm -hmm. that with his own voice but he doesn't say what he's sorry for and so and why would he and And they're trying yeah they're trying to twist it on the other side to be like he was apologizing for cheating he was apologizing for sleeping with both of them he was apologizing for that and so the defense is alleging that that night um tori and kylie were getting like flirtatious or whatever and Megan made a big scene about it. And Kylie said that she needed to leave. And so ever they, I guess they all left. So I think actual, what I read was that Kylie, I didn't read anything about Kylie being in a love triangle or anything. I read that Kylie Jenner kicked I Megan heard about out. them in a pool and that's what set it off. And the defense said that in their opening statement? Or is that like know. part of a... I don't remember. So what, I can literally I, look it up and just and see right now, though. Because I don't. I didn't read anything about the defense and saying anything about Tori and Kylie. What I read was that Kylie said, "Y'all need to get the fuck out of here because Megan was belligerent and probably mm-hmm. I think at the group, which I was talking to Adam about it last night, and I'm like, obviously I don't believe anything fucking Tori Lane says, but that part of the story, 
like I do believe Megan that she might have been belligerent. Being belligerent. I was like, I have seen some fucking videos of her looking so Crazy so so drunk. drunk. You know what yes, I mean? just so I, I've never seen her look crazy or violent or like ah but i've seen but her like look gone not there in the face nobody yeah. home just yeah. so fucked up so i was like i could see that happening where mm-hmm. kylie jenner the fucking mogul that she is and the fucking pr image that the kardashians have to keep up being like you need to leave and then what they said was that in the car because they're all arguing like bitch you just got us kicked out of kylie jenner's house that this is what i read on twitter that it came out that megan and tori fucked but kelsey and tori were together first Mm -hmm. and then then they were like oh megan did this with the baby baby and and ben Ben Simmons. simmons right and ben simmons came out and he was like accusations now why am i in it why am i in it can so, I just play the guy who was in court? I, I yeah. have his audio right here. Is I it can just the play prosecution or the defense? It's for both sides. It'll tell both sides pretty clear cut of what oh, was okay. happening. It's a journalist. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to play it so we can all hear it. This is from the shade room. Um, is I don't it that bald, kind of bald guy? No, he looks. Okay, yeah, sorry. That's, that's actually Eastern. who I meant. That's kind of who I was thinking of. I don't know why I thought he was. He has bald. so much hair, Joya. Yeah, I don't know why. I think maybe because the video cuts the top of his he head has off. A I'm not thick, even kidding. Full head of beautiful hair. What's wrong with you? <clears throat> I wish I had that hairline. My God. So this is from the Instagram lawyer for workers. I'm just trying to like give credit everywhere before I use this audio. I don't want to get in trouble anywhere. We do not own this audio. Watch the defense's opening statement. You would say, what the hell is the prosecution thinking charging him? (laughs) Basically, the prosecution started with this story. They said that, hey, they're all at the party. And Tori is leaving the party with Meg. They're in the car. An argument breaks out during which Meg says and insults his skills as a rap artist. This leads to a situation. I got things twisted. She gets out of the car. And he shoots at her feet and yells, damn. Uh, she ends up at a hospital and a doctor takes out three fragments of uh, bullet wounds from her foot. Now, if you just hear, and, and the prosecution says that Kelsey, the other woman in the car, is going to testify that Tori shot Meg. And Kelsey has a text message where she texts somebody that, hey, Tori shot Meg. The security. And then the rest of the prosecution's case is based on all these calls and texts where Tori's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so drunk. He never says that I shot him. He's like, oh, I'm just so sorry. I'm so drunk. So question what what he's apologizing for. So that's the prosecution's case. Seems pretty easy. Then the defense comes up and, man, it gets spicy. First, the defense goes, they're not telling you about half of what's going on. The most important thing they're not telling you about, they're not telling you about an eyewitness who saw two women fighting, Kelsey and Meg. And so let's talk about why they're them two are fighting. Let's talk about how she was in the front seat. The gun was caught in the front seat. Let's talk about how she might have gunpowder. She does have gunpowder. Let's talk about how this has nothing to do with the fight between Tori and Meg and everything to do with the fight between Meg and Kelsey. And then the defense starts dropping the bombs. He basically says this, that they're in the car. Yeah, they left. But do you know why they left? They left because Kylie... And Tori were in the pool together. Got it mixed up. And Kelsey and Meg both felt some type of way about that to the point that Meg felt real, at least some type of way about that. And she was really trying to go to the point that eventually, because of how Meg is acting, this is according to the defense, Kylie Jenner goes to Meg Stallion and says, it's time for you to leave. They all leave. The defense's point is what happens in the car is this. Tori questions Kelsey. Hey, Kelsey, why are you backing up Meg 
for me trying to, you know, get it on with Kylie Jenner. Meg has been snaking men from you your whole life. I hooked up with you, Kelsey. And then Meg went behind your back and hooked up with me. And, Kelsey, this is not the first time. You have been hooking up with Ben Simmons. Meg went behind your back and hooked up with Ben Simmons. You have been hooking up with the baby. Meg went behind your back and hooked up with the baby. And so the defense starts dropping all these grenades. The crowd is captivated. The jury's like, oh, what's going on? And there's every reason to believe that there could have been a fight here, not between Tori and Meg, but between Meg and Kelsey. And the shooting could have not been Tori. It could have been done by any one of the other people in that car. What does I... all of this mean? Well, I'll tell you a couple things. First, Corey Gamble, Chris Jenner's... So that's, that's, that's done. I want to say that was not a clear-cut description. He spent 10 seconds on what the prosecution said and two minutes on what the defense yeah. said. Yeah. So yeah. that very much... And the defense is dropping bombs. The crowd is captivated. That guy, that guy was there for the defense's mm-hmm. explanation, not for the prosecution's. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like... I, I, there, because... I feel like he didn't say anything about the. I guess he did say that. Oh, he sent messages and whatever. But what's crazy? They're to turning me? it. It's a slut shaming thing. I don't know that it's a slut shaming. I don't. I. That's not the vibe I took from it. And I. I'm interested. I'm, I find it interesting that you took that from that because the, I still. When I heard that, I'm still very much on Megan's side, and I'm like, okay, so this is just some fucking guy who's trying to out this woman's sex life that's it that's the slut and it has nothing to do with the issue at hand like who she fucks has nothing to do with who shot her and that's exactly why they said that that's exactly why they brought up da baby and ben simmons well this is what they do to women on trial they try to tarnish their character by showing slut shaming with yeah exactly they're like don't worry about what happened to her she's a whore Literally. she's fucked tory lanes she's you fucked remember, a baby she's fucked ben simmons do you remember that that case with brock turner the guy yeah. who digitally raped when i say digitally raped that means he used his hands to uh penetrate her um behind a trash can mm-hmm. at the yeah. sorority party they brought up her entire sex life on that trial and mm-hmm. paraded it for everyone to see and they tried to make her sex life a form of consent. It was mm-hmm. the most disgusting, vile display of and it worked. male misogyny. It's it didn't work because he still was found he guilty. He got three months. No, he was found guilty. The judge yeah. felt bad for him because so the girl. Right. What happened was is the girl said, "I don't want him to rot in a prison. I don't want him to spend the rest of his life rotting in a prison for this." And because mm. she said that. That opened the door for the judge to be like, I don't want this poor young gentleman to to just ruin his life over a mistake. I see a lot of myself in him because I did that several times in college. Yeah, dude. And what does rot even mean? There's no way he was going to spend the rest of his life in jail. That's not the way the U.S. justice system works. We don't punish rapists. Yeah. When she found out the actual ruling, she was like, so he was sentenced to six months he served three um and he's out and about in indianapolis i believe and going to like bars and stuff i've seen like things circulating of like oh he's been spotted here warn your friends yeah like i hope his life is miserable yeah i mean i think somebody said they saw him on like a dating app or something too 
Um, That's terrible. So I just spilled coffee on myself. I'm like trying so hard not to get it on my tan cream colored oh, shirt. God. I'm, I'm proud um, of you for handling that. Thank you. But so that's just that's just like a common theme in the justice system, and I, yeah. I guess that's not something I really picked day. up on because I'm just so used to to hearing that. I'm like, oh, it's a yeah. woman. Yeah, of course we're going to talk about who she had sex with. Why? That's mm-hmm. what we do on trial. Yeah, it could be like, is this is she an unfit teacher? Let's find out who she slept with three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Yeah, that's what. Yeah, dude, I definitely. I it's really tough because after like learning that he was like sending messages to say how sorry he was and yeah that there's somebody who says yeah he shot her <laughs> like not only did she say that two minutes after it, it happened Tori shot Meg <laughs> yeah it's happened two minutes after she says that and then here we are however many months years later and she's still saying that is what happened and also like like you're saying she has every not every right but every reason to say fuck meg like they're not friends anymore they obviously don't they didn't have a strong friendship in the first place so Mm -hmm. she has every reason to be like i'm not gonna fucking help you but they're trying to say it was her yeah, I mean, and they're trying. They're they're gonna say it was Kelsey. That that's. I think that is what they're saying. Oh, it could have been Kelsey, but also you know what I saw. The, <clears throat> what the defense has to do usually is point the finger at somebody else to create, create the, reasonable the, doubt. Reasonable doubt. So that's yeah. what they're doing to Kelsey, and that's actually pretty fucked up. That's that is the way. That is the fucking way that it goes. What I was, um, I saw somebody tweet that they were like. Do you remember the Tory Lynn's August Alsina situation? So they were at some like event and it's in like an arena because they're like behind. uh, They're like backstage at like a huge venue. And um, August August was the first one to say something. He's like Tory Lanez just beat my ass basically. Like he was like all fucked up. August Alsina came out and was like, Tory Lanez beat my ass. He fucked me up for no reason. And Tory Lanez is like, I was never there. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's lying. Then there's a full video of yeah, Tory Lanez. And then comes the CCTV footage. Tory Lanez tries <laughs> to shake August Alsina's hand. And August Alsina walks by him because he's like, fuck, I don't. I'm not your buddy, whatever, whatever his reasoning was. He walks by, he ignores Mm -hmm. him. And then later on, it's alleged that, um, yeah, like Tori and his crew like jumped him basically. And there's, I mean, his face is like all fucked up, but Tori Lane said, I was never there. I don't know what he's talking about. I never saw him. And then there's a video of them together. So we know you lie. You're a liar. We know that you lie about things. So... Yeah, no, definitely. He definitely lies all the time. Yeah. But also, so, have, has Meg ever been caught in a lie? Uh, well, she said in an interview that she never fucked him, that they never had a sexual relationship. I think. I think that's what she said. That's the verbiage she used. We never had a sexual relationship. And somebody on Twitter was like, well, that she said they never had a relationship, but that doesn't mean they didn't fuck one time like that's not it's not the same thing but it's like mm, mm, i did not have sexual relations with that woman it's like same thing it's like yeah you did. yeah Clinton, you know but you know like it's so hard because as a woman it's so hard to be like yeah in in a 
in a public light like that when your business is all out for the fucking world to see and you know that the moment that you even admit that you have sex at all they're gonna be like whore slut Mm -hmm. shame yeah harlot so i'm just trying to like honestly i was like reading the the whole like oh Kelsey was fucking Tori and then it came out that Megan had sex with Tori and then the girls are fighting and I was like that is like such like a sensational like misogynistic trope yeah it's right but it's like a spicy story like it's Mm -hmm. dramatic and it's fucking like there was you know and so I feel like obviously the defense is going to choose a storyline like that and then obviously there's going to be people who believe that because it's just more fucking spicier it's what we what we've seen many times before and what we what we know creates havoc so I can't imagine the sucks. amount of anxiety just pulsating through your body on a daily basis going through something like this my god yeah i cannot imagine and then on top of that people are just talking about your Everything. most intimate moments that you might have had with people like and honestly Fuck the baby for fucking saying anything about her in general. Like knowing the fucking that this shit was gonna happen. The baby had to go and put on his fucking album. Yeah, I fucked Megan. He's such a dick writer. Like that's such He's, dick writing activities. Like yeah. what the fuck, bro? He's so <laughs> like, lame. Like you needed that clout. Like because guess what? She would never do fucking put that in her album that's so yeah. lame that's literally so fucking lame yeah you know who was impressed by that 14 year olds Mm-hmm. yep i know it's really it's crazy gross. what like stan culture has done to our society to be honest like it's really crazy you know the way people just exactly, hype that is these so crazy because up. literally because so like trisha paytas yeah. don't know i've never watched her content but i just know her to be extremely fucking problematic mm-hmm. and she just is like this bulldog that can't get canceled she like she's like that which can't be can't is uncancelable can't be yeah. canceled <laughs> well and it, yeah it's like if you like do enough cancelable things then there's like oh that's what she does uncance- yeah like it's to be expected of her and she has been, gone through enough things and not had to suffer the repercussions that probably there's not very many more things that she could do. She's a mother that, now. Yeah. Wait, I do yeah, all the fucking <laughs> memes about her baby being re- like Queen Elizabeth reincarnated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently that bothered her a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, talking about people's babies is definitely, like, a trigger. <laughs> I just can't take her... I'm so sorry. I don't mean this... I I know this is a disrespectful thing to say, but I just... I don't look at her as a... Like, I just... I can't see her being a good mom like that. Like, she just seems like such a fucking train wreck. And that's what she portrays online. So that is not my fault to have that idea of her in my head like she knows what she puts on the internet and uploads okay yeah yeah, so i just i see that behavior does it just stop once you have a kid do you just stop being fucking psychotic i don't think so i think (laughs) the world would be a lot better if it if that was the case 
Um, but I think we'd have a lot less psychos if you just stopped being crazy when you had kids. Cause how do you feel about people making, um, like YouTube channels and like TikTok pages with their kids? With their kids? I don't know. I still haven't figured that out, dude, because I, I do. I have seen a couple different things on it that, so I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. I was just going to say like, yeah, I, I, I feel like it isn't right to have your, your kids face online from the moment they're fucking born without their permission but i also feel like nine out of ten kids now like that is like a dream of theirs kids that are old enough to talk and old enough to you know make a tiktok video i don't know it's hard I think that it is a misperceived dream if that is the dream. Having a Mm -hmm. TikTok family is not the fun, glamorous life that you think it is. Your mom and dad are completely in control of you. Everything you do with your life is on the internet. Like, Mm -hmm. it is... And also, things we need to think about. Who are the people following little girls' pages? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So many fucking pedophiles are following these children's pages and it is jarring for Mm -hmm. me to think about like it's insane yeah so i because i've been little girl go ahead that little girl ren do you know who that is i i I think i've heard of her before but i think that's her name and i don't know if that's other influencer there's this other influencer named like maya knight and she has two twins Uh uh-huh and she like just does a bunch of content with them <clears throat> I I do follow a couple a couple influencers that have families and like what I've noticed is a lot of times like this one girl that I follow <clears throat> when she does have her kids and her content it's like not like their faces it's like them playing on their playset or like you know whatever if it's you like you have your really kid in your much. content every now and then that's fine but I don't think you should be building a social media following based off of you and your kids yeah I mean, like that is just an extremely dangerous child star slippery slope, like it, it opening up your child to be prone to so, so, so much abuse. Yeah. In this, so many different ways. One of the other people that I follow had an issue where like her kids were recognized at school and that she was like posting about how like uncomfortable it was to know that there were like people at their school who were treating the kids differently whatever that may be like that it was in their school where they're supposed to be like you know safe and be kids safe and regular kids kids, you know what i mean yeah and that's Um, such a stressful dynamic to have with your parent like i don't think people realize like filming content with someone is so unnatural like obviously you can have a good time and whatever but like when you and i sit down to like film a fucking two girls one bong video we fucking yeah. gear up, get our yeah. fucking internet faces on, and we fucking film the video. Like, we're not yeah. like that all the fucking... Like, obviously, you can see our true personality shine through in everything that right. we do. But obviously... But there like, is I'm a not, switch. Yeah. I YouTube face. <laughs> you, know, yep. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just like having yeah. to do that at home with your f- parents and like all of that. that and just... I also fucking hate it. I'm sorry. I don't have kids, but I'm going to rant about parents. Anyways, um, I think it's super fucking like I said, I don't have kids, so I'm not speaking from a place of like knowledge or being allowed to do this. So feel free to hate on me in the comments. It's fine. <laughs> um, but I don't understand 
why people like to take videos of scaring their children, Mm-mm. punishing their children. Dude, have you seen the video going around of the mom cutting her daughter's yes. braids off? Yes. Yes. She's like, that's like, that's just, those have been going around. Like people are shocked by it because it was pretty violent the way that she was shaking this girl's head around. Like it was, it was hard to watch. It was really difficult for me to watch. Also, she's talking about how her daughter thinks that being pretty is more important than being smart. And that's literally her whole persona. She has a filter on that gives her eyelashes and lips. And no, you can look at her whole account. She's obsessed with with body image and everything yeah. like that. And she seems like, very jealous of her daughter. Truly, it's we- it's giving very, very, very weird. Yeah. But I digress. That is those have been going around for years. Do you remember when um that mom cut the little boy's hair in the shape of in like an old man's haircut? Because he got in trouble at school, so they cut his hair like um, like in down a bald, here. No, yeah, I don't like, remember with that. a bald spot. Dude, and the kid's just was, sitting there on camera crying, just crying. There was a kid who also um, got, they cut gay into his, they shaved gay into his hair because he said, I he said something. Did something. To the effect of, yeah, I that don't know wasn't, what it was. Was it to the masculine standard that his parents had set up in the home? Yeah. And it, I think it was like his uncle or something. Those people got, that, I, I mean, I hope the kid didn't go into this fucking system but i know that they did get in trouble the adults that were present there was like the mom and the uncle and i think like an older brother or something or sister that was over 18 but i actually knew a girl in high school i might have told this on the podcast before but she had a party uh for homecoming when we were juniors and she got in trouble and she had this long gorgeous fucking beautiful hair down to her belly button thick and luscious and shiny and beautiful and they fucking cut her hair into a pixie cut as punishment for that do you know what like that's actual trauma that you're Mm -hmm. inflicting on your child when you do that kind of shit like just find a regular fucking punishment bro like Mm -hmm. are you serious so sad like that's horrendous to do that mm-hmm. to somebody to strip them of something that is so personal. Like that is insane. That feels like assault to me. It is assault. It that's, is uh, honestly oh, that's horrifying. Yeah. Um. But that's like so common on the internet. There's like a whole genre. Like especially during Christmas, people love to have the Grinch come into their house or wherever into their pictures and just scare the fuck out of their kids. I don't yeah. my parents never did that to me growing up. They mm-hmm. never derived joy from seeing me in fear. My brothers did, but not my parents. Well, yeah. Big brothers we, do that because big brothers yeah. are fucking feral. Oh yeah. my god. Speaking of brothers, I'm sorry. I'm having serious uh refined ADHD this morning because this is a sugary uh caffeinated, caffeinated beverage. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm spiraling but very specifically I was watching this TikTok this morning about this, like, somewhere in, like, England or something. They did this experiment with, like, 15 little girls and 15 little boys. They put them in a house for a week. They had the boys in a house for a week with no parents, no supervision. And then they had the little girls in a house for a week with no parents, no supervision. And watching the differences in how they acted, they acted is the world makes sense why it is the way it is how old were the kids like what Um, i would say i would guess they were between like eight and like 12 12, or something 
Like, okay. yeah, they yeah. were very, they were very young. They were great school kids. Um, but the boys, so I'm just going to start with what the boys did. So basically okay. they, first day they went through and they just trashed the entire fucking house, like broke things, like just smeared things on the wall, threw things on the floor, just absolute <laughs> fucking chaos. And then they created like these violent little games in which you have to hide. And if they caught you, they would like beat your ass. Um, and none of them let them. They just yeah. they just filmed. Oh my god! Yeah, they just filmed this. It's a social experiment. Obviously, like the kids weren't getting their asses like truly beat, but it was like a right. violent little game. Yeah. Um, and then they didn't cook a single meal. They were just eating like sugar and cereal. And things like that. They like, and they all took a cooking course before this. They had food and things that they. They could had cook survival there. skills. Yes, already. they were they given gave the them. skills. They gave oh them the God. skills needed to like survive for a week by themselves. Um, and it ended up like the boys ended up separating into two different groups. Like the shy guys who like weren't as loud and crazy. They all like basically hung out in a room by themselves. <sighs> and then the crazy boys would just like go around the house and like one Terrorize. of them was like one of them was like. Do you want to have an orange fight? Yeah, let's go throw apples at the house. And so they just go get all the fruit and they just start chucking it at the side of the house. Are they British? And, yeah, they're all British. Oh. Um, <laughs> that's, that's an extra level of greatness to this video. And so one of the little boys is like just so over the chaos. You can see he's so clearly just like overwhelmed. He like walks into the kitchen and he's like reading how to make a pizza for himself and he just like puts it in the oven. He's just standing there. Meanwhile, people are like just throwing apples and orange. It's insane. Um, and then the little I need girls, to see this immediately. Yeah. So the boys basically went absolutely fucking feral. Okay. Yeah. Little girls day one, they did draw on the walls they did draw on the walls but they were drawing flowers it was like an artistic enterprise they were decorating yeah, yeah one girl like put um like yellow on her hand and like did like a hand prints it was like cute. cute like they were they were making cute little art projects it was tasteful. on the walls yeah it was it was in the enterprise of making art all right i'm definitely yeah. biased you know both if you looked at the boys walls it was like black smeared down the walls and the girls had flowers okay it was yeah. a very different venture that they it's were a clear on. winner in, <laughs> in who is yeah has any logic behind their actions uh, yeah so the little girls so they kind of they do start breaking some rules one of the girls is like drinking or uh doing whipped cream out of the can another girl Aww. found chocolate she says look chocolate Oh <laughs> she's eating God. chocolate so a bunch cute. of them were out on the trampoline just screaming and giggling and jumping on the trampoline having just a great having time fun. Oh my yeah God. So and then cute. one of the girls i swear she must be like an older sister or like the oldest sibling you can just tell that she has a lot she's on like her shoulders. motherly because she literally started cooking them dinner That's her name so was shelly Shelly was so sweet. Shelly. Oh yeah. So Shelly was like cooking them dinner and one of the girls comes in. She chopped up onions and the girl was like, oh, I'm not very fond of onions. She says, all right, I won't put very many in then. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they make this oh whole God. dinner. Oh all of the God. girls sit around. All of the girls sit around at a table. They eat this meal together. They thank Shelly for making the tea. They say, thank you for the tea, Shelly. Because tea is what they call lunch or whatever. Yeah. And um, I'm literally Googling this right now. I just want you to know I need to like, I know there's more to it than just that TikTok. And I need to watch every fucking second of the entire thing. I need so to watch that. It's so good. 
Um, and then so Shelly continues to like mother the house and is like cleaning yeah. up after people. And then so while Shelly's like cleaning up, these other two girls organize a fashion show. Um, and then after the fashion show and things like that, they all start trying to clean the house together. Like the little girls are scrubbing the walls together. Um, they're vacuuming. Like they're all cleaning the house together. But oh one God. thing about the girls is they are psychologically not very nice to each other sometimes they do they do they do try to comfort each other and they do um try to apologize and come to agreements on things but they can also be fucking mean to each other yeah (laughs) because some boys are just having a blast the whole time boys are just being feral yeah (laughs) but one of the girls one of the girls told shelly that she was useless (gasps) and so she was like really yeah no so she was really sad in the room just like crying by herself and all the girls <gasps> gathered around her and they said shelly you're not useless you made that you were slaving in the kitchen you chopped like, onions shelly <laughs> they were like you so proud onions. of her but shelly knew her worth and she's like no i'm not she left oh shelly left shelly said fuck this y'all don't deserve me you don't get to say i'm useless and i hope she took that energy through life Okay, I hope she carried that that fuck that energy through life. Yeah. But yeah, um, the girls, yeah, they cooked themselves meals. They had a fat at, to end the whole thing. They had a talent show. They, they set up so a little stage cute. with cushions. <laughs> yeah. the they cutest. created like a whole little society. They oh, and they also created a list of chores. They had a, a chore list on the wall, and they would like mark it off who had to do what and like whose job it was to do what. It is so fucking cute and endearing, but it also makes me like kind of fucking angry. It shows you how differently we're raised. It makes and me the kind expectations of angry. on girls. Uh huh. But no, it, it's it is just crazy is because angering. those are not those are not those are not crazy skills uh, to have. No, just taking care of yourself. It's just that's it. That's all it is. Taking care of yourself and your space. So why don't we teach boys to take care of themselves and their space? Like why it's not it's it's a I lead think by that example we, some people do try to teach them, but it's just more socially acceptable for them to be inept in that right. way. Right? It's a it is a it's a it's a lead by example thing because most homes the dad does not clean. In my in my house, my dad cooked, so that's why I got to adulthood without ever having made a meal for myself because Mm -hmm. my mom didn't cook so there's there's things like that like the gender roles in the house make a huge fucking deal and you're right just societally in general in movies in tv shows in all of the content that we consume in friends houses like just men are fucking not expected to do any of that shit yeah not expected to do that you know what i mean so yeah because granted i live with rajul and he was raised in a house of all women mm-hmm. right so he cleans. knows how he yeah. cleans he fucking uh-huh. cleans our bathrooms he does our dishes he'll do laundry he washed our yeah. sheets yesterday like he's very much and i grew up in that and kind that- of house where my dad was like my parents were like not 50 50 but like they kind of volleyed on who did different things like it was never mm-hmm. one person cleaned one person cooked it was always like they kind of switched did, roles yeah split a lot, the responsibilities I mean? yeah yeah that's how a fucking normal should house should be and I that's why say. like when people are like oh my god he changed diapers and had a glass of wine waiting for me at home i was like that is bare fucking minimum 
my dad I, I grew up with my dad the man would <sighs> not only change diapers he would take the baby out if my mom needed a break he would rub her feet nightly like he worshiped the ground she walked on and that's like yeah. my level of like oh that's a good man because you i'm so yeah. sorry for people who have have seen mediocre their whole lives because they're yeah. you, you shouldn't settle you should have a man that makes yeah. you feel good and yeah, helps that's you. what a relationship is for exactly you split the responsibilities you show appreciation you help and you come to other. an agreement on on mm-hmm. that you know yeah. you're like all right i will do abc if you do d yeah 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 <laughs> i just went i just i lost my ability wow yeah that's really it it makes me really like just sad to think about but i do think like a lot of people in our generation are raising their children like are i feel like there's more people consciously raising their children in our generation than in in american society ever before by far because i think there too is a lot of where the people that are our age a lot of them had parents that were fucking like um young loved well i was gonna say like love children like in the fucking 70s and 80s like where really the like they were growing i guess it's not 70s and 80s it's more 60s and 70s but they're like they grew up in that era so they're like or were you know becoming to become adults in that era and are more aware when they were raising their children and probably they weren't you know i don't know when the concept of gentle parenting was <clears throat> introduced but i just had an epiphany what okay i don't know this is i might be connecting dots that aren't meant to be connected but my papa one who has dementia. Yeah. He was married before my Nana. I have like a different set of half cousins from him that I met oh, one wow. time. Mm-hmm. Or a couple times. And I'm wondering, was my Nana the other woman? Oh. Okay, Nana. Was she? Like, or or did he just like get divorced and meet my Nana? Like, you know, I don't, I don't know. But I don't <sighs> expect I'll ever get the real tea on it either. Yeah. Probably not. I mean, I don't know. I feel like you could ask your Nana. Like, I could ask my was, Nana. She might feel yeah. like messy one day. I, I think might your ask Nana her. would. I think she would tell you. Because you know what, too? Like, I feel like <clears throat> old people like want to talk about most of them anyway. Not all of them, of course. But the things they used to do. Yeah. They want to talk about their lives. And like, yeah, I feel like it is freaking, you know. I've been thinking about how, like, I, my mom's family fucking sucks. Like, none of her, she doesn't get along or didn't get along with any of her siblings. Like, mm. a lot of them were fucking hyper-religious, fucking judgmental mm. assholes. Not mm-hmm. good people. But it, I've been thinking, like, <clears throat> and I don't know how they are now. I haven't talked to them in fucking years. Even before my mom died, I didn't talk to any of them for years. Mm. But I've been, like... I almost something in me wants to like reconnect with my aunt or uncle. There's a few that I will leave alone, but there's a couple yeah. that I could see myself reconnecting with just to like to like hear stories about my mom, like because they did they grew up together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that. that is yeah, but that, but they kind of I just don't I don't you know, know how much like my mom very... was. A... Go ahead. I was just gonna say I don't know if my mom would be. 
I don't know if my mom would want me to do that or if she'd be like, don't fucking talk to those bitches. Like, fuck them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think that if is she obviously she knows your intentions and where you're coming from and it's just wanting to be closer to her. Yeah. And I don't think that she so could I, be yeah, mad about that. Yeah, maybe she would. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think you're right. I just when my mom was in the hospital, my my uncle's wife, who's not blood related to me, my uncle's wife was in there and my mom fucking hated her and she was like there like rubbing my mom's head like in the hospital bed and my sister's like my sister told her like you need to get the fuck out of here. I'm like, so happy because I would have turned up. My 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 sister did that to my uncle and his wife and also my aunt who's my mom's sister who just was a fucking hypocrite and like she said we don't she doesn't like you. Yeah, she wouldn't want you like she wouldn't want you first of all seeing her like this mm-hmm. like and Horrible. she wouldn't want you to come to her fucking aid after you know. What? She's got who she needs by her side right now. Yeah, there's there's seven kids and a husband, so I'm pretty sure we're. we're She's good. built we're her family up. outside. Yeah, of you. thank we're, you. Goodbye. We're staffed up. No staffing shortages <laughs> here. We're actually at max anyway. capacity on the room. Sorry. <laughs> and honestly, we were. They were like, we we're like not supposed to have that many people in there at any time. Um, but yeah, I think you should ask your nana about um, you know, their time. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, what were the circumstances, Nana? What were, the, were you a little minx? <laughs> were you a little homewrecker? It's funny though because like yeah, we have like these images of like homewrecker and like the other woman, <laughs> and it's but my it's, Nana. Like, I'm like, then well, and they're they've been married for fifty something years now. Yeah, like so, <laughs> it's funny because um, yeah, actually they have one of those. And it's not a not a homewrecker situation, but in Adam's family. His um, grandma passed away in like 1997 and then her brother passed away either the year before or the year after, but they passed away very close to each other. And so his grandpa married his sister-in-law, similar situation to, yeah, but they got, they got married and they're still together. And that was like 25 years ago. Yeah. And so we're both missing somebody. Yeah, <laughs> we know they each were already, other already. Yeah, they were already kind of old at that point. Like you know, they're oh, in their sixties. Like oh, sixties. When are you gonna find somebody that likes you in your sixties? It's hard. Yeah, it, it is hard. You know what though? My aunt Sandy met somebody when she was like seventy. Really? Yeah, she oh, met a, a a guy when she was like in her seventies. I don't know that they're well, like madly in love, but they, oh, okay. they get along. Oh, okay right <laughs> no, i mean and and what can you really expect at that age like you know it's not gonna be a hot romance <laughs> <laughs> that's funny hello um did did we have a i don't think we have a did, question but did you bring a current event bitch me no no i didn't oh nobody did their homework yeah. this week i see um i feel like there's other things happening in the news recently that are exciting I agree, and and for that reason, I'm going to go. Oh, my God. Well, do you want to hear something? Well, this is a very local story, but. would love it. The basketball coach. Okay. The basketball coach at UT um, was actually poached from another Texas school um, called Texas Tech. It's like up there in fucking Lubbock in the middle of fucking nowhere. No offense to anyone who lives in North Texas, but it is like they probably know fucking <laughs> yeah. Um, they I think they do. I think they probably do. 
So that guy used to work at Texas Tech, used to coach at Texas Tech, the basketball team, and he was like a home he was like a hero in their town. Um and then he got freaking he announced one day like I'm going down to UT in Austin to coach because they're paying me more. And it was like this huge thing in Lubbock. Uh-huh. Everyone was so mad. Okay. And um he was just arrested two nights ago for domestic violence. He like attacked his wife. Well, I don't know if that it's his wife, but it says a woman, a woman in their home, a woman that he's living with. Okay. Yes. So we're assuming it's his wife, but, um, but so it was like a huge fucking, he got out of, he got out of jail. He was bailed out or whatever, but it was like a really fucking, and then the, the basketball team had to play. So it was, it was two nights ago that he was arrested. And then the basketball team had a game like that evening and um so that Didn't was like him. a huge no he was not there they had uh, assistant coach coaching, i don't think you should but... be able to keep your job after i uh, know he's got he's suspended without pay pending investigation he probably won't get okay see so how do we how is the nba or whatever this this the, the college is better at reprimanding people than the fucking police system. Any, they always yeah. get suspended with pay. And that that disgusting. No, without pay. I'm a taxpayer. Oh, no, the police. They suspend, the police. They, yeah, they suspend yeah, police right. with pay yeah. constantly. Like, oh, I you thought you were talking three about teenagers? what I said. Yeah. You shot yeah. three black How teenagers? are you suspended mm-hmm. with pay? Yeah. You get a vacation. Mm-hmm. And people wonder why we hate the fucking cops. Have you seen the video? Okay, this is crazy because... I watched this video of a, a woman who's a police chief somewhere. I don't know where, but they get her and this man get pulled over. They're on a golf cart and the guy either doesn't have a license or the golf cart's not registered. Something's wrong. They get pulled over. The woman hands the cop her card. She says, I'm the police chief and blah, blah, blah. Call me if you ever need anything. And there is like this. He lets him go. Obviously there is like this big, uh, like uproar, which there should be, but there's people that are like, why like they didn't know that that happens i've known that that happens for basically my entire life no they they have have one that you can get to your families too you have cards that you can get to family members like wives and children you can give them your little card and then you hand that's what you're supposed to do they teach you what like if your parents you hand them a card you hand them your when you give them your id you hand them their card with it so that they know oh my dad's this or whatever it's Mm -hmm. insane you know what i've seen I've seen a version of that not work before. Really? There was a guy driving to Vegas and he was going like 150. Like he was going really absurdly fast. Yeah. And maybe not 150. That's That sounds insane. But like over 100. Yeah. Fucking fast. Too fast. That's unreasonably fast. That that's yeah. de- it's deadly at that point. Well, yeah. It's deadly slower than that. But that's when they give you an extra charge. If you're driving uh, over 100 miles per hour and something happens, you get an extra charge because that's like uh, endangerment at that point when you're driving that fast. So mm-hmm. they um, he gets pulled over. He hands the cop his little card. Um and the guy's like, bro, I can't, I can't let you off for this. You're endangering the lives of people on this road. You're going way too fast. Yeah. And I don't know because the, the officer who handed him the card was Latino and the other officer was white. So there were people in the comments saying like, oh, if it was yeah. a white officer, oh, it does. Mm-hmm. he would have been fine. I was already thinking maybe? that. When you said, it, I know about something like that, that where it didn't work. 
in my head, I'm thinking that person Maybe. had to have been brown of some sort. Yeah. Because, yeah. And that is, nobody should get that privilege. But if you're going to give the privilege, you better fucking give it to everybody. Like, that's so, that is like so crazy that even racism even trumps the fucking brotherhood that the is brotherhood, the police force. Bro. Yeah. Okay, I have a um, Ask 2G1B. 2G1B. Yeah. Let's hear this it. This is from Lacey Bug. Lacey Bug. Cutie girl. Here we go. Hello, Ask Two Girls One Bong. Oh, this is like a microphone. I'm echoing into my bong. Anyways, Ask Two Girls One Bong. I want to know how the ever-loving fuck you got your shit together enough to start a podcast, because I really want to start a podcast, but oh my lord, my brain is scrambled eggs, and I cannot put it together enough to actually do something like that. Tips? What? How did you actually... Get that shit together and start the podcast. That's what I want to know. And cheers. I'll tell you how. Unfortunately, we can take zero credit for that. <laughs> Truly, we can take zero Honestly, you're so right. That. Was it also someone else's idea? Yeah, it was Aaron's idea. Aaron is the one who said we needed to start a podcast. And then Dev is the one who produces it and puts it out for us every single week. So my advice is get a good team. Um, I know <laughs> that's not possible for everybody, but that is the only way I know how to do it. <laughs> I was going to say, I my because I, you know, I think... I guess, yeah, the podcast is separate from Two Girls, One Bong, but somehow people loop all of Two Girls, One Bong in in the podcast sector. And um, what I was going to say is that, yes, starting, what you have to do is you need to find yourself a Mac Dizzle that <laughs> has tons of ideas. And then you will already be about 99% of the way there. So. <laughs> The extra 1% you'll have to figure out. But yeah, you're right. We didn't have any. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not in the podcast. So no, minimal, yeah. minimal uh, effort was outputted on our, on our behalf. Yeah. Um, but if you, somebody that might be a good resource, uh, Ariana Indica wife, she produces yeah. her own podcast on her yep. own. And I've not asked, I've listened to her podcast. It's actually really interesting. I definitely recommend that you guys listen to she it. She has called, Let's so chat much about to it. say. Yeah, she's yeah, fucking, yeah, called, let's chat about it. Yeah. It's very, very good. Um, I would recommend the episode where she talks about being a dominatrix. It's a good listen. Fuck um, yeah. But she might be a better resource to ask. <laughs> yeah. I don't, because we did not do it. Yeah. We did yeah. not do it. But um, thank, <laughs> thank you for, for the question, question Lacey, Lacey Bug. Appreciate yeah. it. Remember, you guys, leave us another one. <laughs> ask 2G1B. Hashtag ask 2G1B on the pipeline. Get into it. Wow, I was very chatty today. You were chatty today. I love it. 
Yeah, it's good so much, stuff. So my, my brain was just firing off. Dude, yeah, I um, Adam drinks yerba mates. Have you had those before? Do you like those no. ever? Um, it's like a canned tea that you can buy at the gas station, mm-hmm. um, but it's also a tea like that. It's native to South America. It's like a national tea drink in a couple countries. But he um, decided to get instead of buying it for three dollars a can. I every saw day. in his story. He yeah, bought, like, yeah, the yeah. Brew. Well, we put way, and you know what, I'm not even going to take responsibility for that. He put way too much tea in there. I was like, you need to put, because like, he watched this video where the girl put three scoops, so he's like, I'm going to put six. And I'm like, yeah. And then yesterday, just because he wanted, he was like, I want to make sure that it's fucking enough caffeine. But what if it's too much caffeine? You can't go back. Then yesterday, I went into my room, and he actually startled me because I went in there and he was laying down. And I was like looking down at the dogs and then I looked up and he was like laying down and I was like, whoa, because it was like the middle of the day. Like, I've, I haven't seen him. <laughs> You're like, why are bed. you here? I was like, are you OK? Like, he's like, yeah, I don't feel too good. Like, it was like his um, his belly. It overloaded his belly, like all the caffeine. It was like a freaking. And you know what? I um, <clears throat> well, if you're still listening, you deserve to hear this. Last year, I took an Adderall to try to get some stuff done. And I also drank a double caffeine coffee and i was in bed i know stupid i don't know why i did that i just i I, we were moving and i wanted to like get things done it backfired i was in bed for like three hours because i just didn't wide awake yeah just wide awake right and and feeling nauseous and like feeling it was like anxiety and also physical like i felt really i felt sick and so um yeah he was like yeah i just like in my stomach like i'm anxious and like i can't freaking and I was like, I know exactly what you're feeling because, and he was like, I'm so glad I didn't um, have anything else mixed in with that because he was like, I would have been dying. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway, um, don't combine. Don't take too much caffeine. Yeah. My green it mess, tea. It'll mess you up. It's two tea bags of green tea in a concentrated mm-hmm. amount of water. Mm-hmm. And then I fill this almost completely up with ice, and then I pour mm-hmm. the hot or the warm green tea over it, so it like melts down. And it's like a little watered down too. There's a little extra water. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so all of the ice has melted in here. It was filled up with ice, so this has diluted right. it quite a bit. Yeah, that's the way to go. Yeah, you guys gotta make sure you don't take too much caffeine. Uh, that absolutely contributes to anxiety. It's not a hundred percent. Uh huh. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that's gonna that's gonna be it for the day. Um, we're, I'm going to keep talking about the Megan and Tori case until it's over. So just be prepared for like the first 20 minutes of every episode. I'm going to just, we're going to talk it. about that. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <clears throat> well, hell yeah. Right. Thanks for listening guys. I Make hope sure my sound wasn't kids, too bad. You keep your kids off the internet for the purposes of, uh, safety. Well, no, like if you're trying to make a channel with them, that's weird. Just be you. Make your own channel. Your kids don't have to be a part. If you want, if, if your kid's doing something super hilarious, post it. We want to see that. That's great. Right. But don't but make don't... your whole account about it. Yeah. That's that's the words of wisdom I'm leaving you with this week. There you go. It's good stuff. GGYL. Love you. Thanks, guys. <laughs>